Hey everyone, Ryan Young, Kama Jiu Jitsu. Hope you're doing well. Video games, yes, video games. That dastardly piece of equipment that ruins all our kids' lives. But when you really think about it, when I think about it, you know, I didn't play video games growing up. I had one, I had what was called an Atari. Yes, an Atari. Rusty's laughing right next to me because only old people ever had an Atari. Yes, I'm old. Well, okay, so maybe a little bit younger, maybe a few years younger than me, those people had something called a Commodore 64. And I think people that are maybe a little bit younger than me might have had an Amiga. Yes, these are all boxes that people are like, what? Right? And I don't know, do people even play with Xboxes anymore? I don't know, do you guys just do it from these, these supercomputers that you guys build with 10 fans and all this kind of stuff? My son will play video games and I just chew them out all the time. I say, you know what, it's useless. But there is a good thing about video games and, it, and a couple of them. And let me kind of show you how they relate. For instance, everybody knows I'm a Formula One fan. I mean, heck, I'm wearing a Red Bull shirt right now, right? When you, wa when you look at those guys, they pull it, when they're when they standing on the podium, they're often holding their steering wheels, right? The steering wheels look like video game controllers and they have buttons and levers and knobs on them and, 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 and it controls so many functions of the, of the car. And if they didn't grow up playing video games, then I don't know if they'd be very comfortable driving an F1 car, I really don't. Now, a lot of the drones that are being flown today, especially in the military, they pull people who played video games to be the drone pilots. You know, and oftentimes I hear they're sitting in Las Vegas or somewhere in Nevada at some Air Force base and the, the military personnel on the ground in the Middle East, they're holding it and they launch it and it's being all controlled from the, the pilots in Nevada. The video games do do a very good job of helping your, 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 your fingers and eye coordination, very good. And what it also does is it helps you to see things in a grander scale, right? You're less focused. You can look, you know, somebody who's a very um, proficient video game player, they're saying that you could look at a screen and you could put up multiple objects on a screen and just flash it and flash it off. And they would be able to know how many pieces of whatever are on the screen. So for instance, a normal person could glance at something and, and turn off and maybe see five or six. Person who's very proficient at video games could see over 10. And you know, they could be different things and you could say, how many objects were there on the screen? And they'd say 11. It's like, you know, and just, and just flashed on. Well, if you have that type of connection into your brain, that's, that can only be valuable. Now where it gets to be a detriment is when it starts to take up all your time and it takes the place of various things in life, like jujitsu, right? So how can you help yourself by actually being good at video games? Or for those of us who are not, how can we improve our jujitsu by thinking like a video game player would think? First of all, when you're playing a video game, you have a bunch of levels. You progressively go through these levels. And each time you go through a level, you, go, you get a new tool or a new characteristic, right? So at the very beginning, you're, you're absolutely nothing. You play the video game and you strive to, to hit a certain target so you can get a new tool. That's like making sure you come to class on a regular basis, be attentive in class, learn in class, so that you can learn to do offense because in our school we go through defense first so learn the defense learn the self-defense and then after you hit that level after you've gone through that level the next level would be you learn some offense that's one way to look at it 
Another way to look at it is, think about the submissions. If you get submitted all the time, you get pissed off, right? Because I can't believe I lost to this person, or I can't believe I got beat. Well, when you're playing video games, you're dying all the time. Fake dying, of course, but still dying. You know, I watched my son play Call of Duty when he was younger, and you know, you just see the screen just full of blood. What happened, son? Oh, I just got shot. So what happens? He just backs up to where uh, the point at which uh, things started to go south for him, and he starts all over again. And you see that scenario replayed again. And this time he does something a little bit different. Maybe he gets shot again, back up to where, it's, to where it started to go south, and he continues on until he got through it. And then he goes on to the next level. He doesn't think anything of losing. It's not a big deal. On the other hand, when you're training jujitsu, we think differently. We get beat instead of just think to ourselves, okay, what was the point at which things went south, back up to that point and start over, we get all butt hurt because so-and-so beat us. Especially if it's a lower belt or maybe it's somebody who is the same belt as you, but maybe it's a smaller person. You know, somebody who you wouldn't think would beat you or maybe it's somebody who, who started later than you. Maybe you're a white belt nine months and a white belt three months just tapped you. And you're like, what the hell was that? And you get upset at yourself. Instead of just going, hmm, what happened? Oh yeah, uh, he stood up and I stayed on my knees, so he just was able to run around, take my back and choke me out, right? If you just go back and think to yourself, at what point did it go south, and then redo it, but do something different, then things will be a lot easier for you. So, to kind of summarize things, the, the whole video game thing was really just a mentality. Video game people, or people who play video games, they think nothing of losing because they can always do a redo. So that's one thing you need to think about in your mind. The second part of it is that when you level up, you get new tools that you can use, right? So let's say you're playing a Call of Duty game. I don't know, maybe you're only starting off with a pistol. And after you hit level five, you get an AR-15. After you hit level 10, you get a 308. Who knows? I don't know what the, what, how, the, how these games work. But the longer that you're in it, and the, and, the, and the better you are at crossing off those boxes and learning those skills, you will get new skills. For those of you that are video game players, jiu-jitsu is perfect. Just have that same mentality. Those of us who are not video game players, try to think in those ways, and it will help you immensely. Yeah, well, as a parent, I don't like my kids being occupied on a screen because that distracts them from reading a book. It distracts them from going outside and playing. You know, these days, kids don't go outside and play, at least where, I, where I've been. You know, where, where my kids have grown up in California, well, they did a little bit there, but here in Texas, kids don't go out and play. And, you know, I send them out to go walk the dogs. You know, that's one way they can get exercise, in addition to what they're already doing. You know, my, you know both my kids get a ton of exercise, but for me, giving them a few minutes of screen time a day or maybe an hour or two a weekend is fine. But when people live on screen, then it's, it's horrible. And it's just, it's a waste of time, it's a waste of everything. And that's what irks me about it. But that's not to say that spending time on screen doesn't have a benefit. Anyway, that's all I got for you. Hope all your training is going well. Take care, happy training, bye-bye now.